Hello, and welcome to the Astro Coaching Podcast. This is your host, Amber Brown, and I'm so glad that you are here to listen to this message. We talk everything about empowerment here using two of my favorite resources, astrology and coaching, and we dive into many other topics of different avenues and vehicles available to support our own healing, growth, and freedom. Thank you again for being here, and I hope you really love this episode. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Amber Brown Short, and I am the host of the Astro Coaching Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) I love doing this podcast. I love talking about such juicy topics, and I'm honored that we are having this conversation together. So thank you for being here, and please know that you're always welcome to reach out to me and inquire best way to do that is through my website at amberbrownshort.com or on any of the social media platforms at amberbrownshort. And if you want to know more about my offerings of astrology readings and or ongoing coaching, you can go to my website to learn more about that. But today I really want to talk about mental health, specifically in how the decisions we make maybe on a day-to-day basis or maybe bigger decisions in our lives affect either negatively or positively or in an unhealthy way slash or maybe not productive way slash healthy slash productive efficient way. And it really had me ref- I was reflecting on this topic because of something that came up for for me in my life recently. And if you have listened to any of my previous episodes to up to this point, you have probably gathered some things I'm going through my in my life right now, I'm in the process of moving through a divorce and have been separated from my soon to be ex husband, the father of my kids for about five months, uh, maybe a little bit more than that. And You know, I noticed, I mean, there's been a lot of shifts that have happened since then, but one of the biggest, probably the most unexpected shift that has happened for me is around my mental health. And just give a little context for that is that I have a background with struggles with mental health. I have struggled with addiction. I've struggled with, um, you know, other mental health disorders, specifically anxiety, depression. I was diagnosed with having bipolar at one point in my life. I'm not sure if that was an accurate diagnosis, but still I was highly medicated when I was in high school, had really bad insomnia and just a slew of things. And I would say that a lot of that got turned around pretty much pretty immediately when I got sober back in 2011. And I stopped all my medication, not saying that that is the solution, but that was my reality was that I, I, me getting sober and doing the trauma work and having a support system through 12 step recovery and, you know, just diving deep into my healing process. I went to massage school pretty soon after my uh, treatment experience. And I've really been on this healing journey ever since then. And one of the things that's come up pretty significantly, I would say it got triggered from pregnancy and postpartum was my anxiety. And, 
you know, one, I, I, I say this too, because I feel like this can be pretty common, although not necessary to go through. And I definitely, you know, looking back on it, I definitely think it was not the healthiest. It's around postpartum anxiety and having specifically around intrusive thoughts. And when I was pregnant with my first child, I started having these intrusive thoughts that were really severe, really um, debilitating. It was honestly terrifying. It was honestly terrifying. And looking back on it, you know, I, I feel like I didn't give it enough attention. I just kind of powered through it and really protected myself, quote unquote, as best I could from feeling these effects of them. But I just want to say, you know, for any moms out there, newer moms, maybe you're in pregnancy phase or postpartum phase, it's so not necessary. You know, I wish I would have given myself some more support during that time because I didn't, I think it was a red flag. It was a red flag that my nervous system was trying to tell me something that I was not fully listening to. And... So that was my experience, but I was, I won't go into the details of the intrusive thoughts that I was having, but it was, it was really intense. It was really, it was really scary. And I am so grateful for my friends during that time because I had a lot of mom friends. I had a, I have, I have had slash at that time in my life, I had a really strong support system that I was able to lean on to really get me through that time. And, and, and they were able to hold a really safe space for me. I'm so grateful, so grateful for that. And with that being said, you know, one of the things that really continued on was this fear of, I won't even, I won't even say it. Cause I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to, tri- I don't, I don't, it's not even about what the fear was, but it was this really strong fear that I had. It started during pregnancy. It lasted all through the postpartum phase. I And I pretty much went from like <laughs> one pregnancy postpartum phase to another when I got pregnant with my second child. And I was still actually, yeah. And I still, I guess, technically was in the postpartum phase to a degree, when I left my husband, I was still breastfeeding my youngest. But I will say that it it continued. Like this fear, this one specific fear that I had was constant. And it was to the point where I could not be alone. I couldn't, I couldn't be alone in my house, especially like overnight. And I remember making the decision to leave my husband. That was a big concern of mine because I was like, well, I'm ha- I, I've always had this fear of being alone. I don't know what I'm going to do and, you know, I'm going to have to move. I'm going to have to move in with somebody. I mean, I was like trying to come up with all these backup plans of what I was going to do because I, I couldn't be alone at night and overnight by myself at night. Or at least I haven't, I hadn't been able to for the past like five years. <laughs> I went five years, you know, through this whole process, but I made the decision anyways to end the marriage and... I, you know, just kind of powered through. I did a couple things to be able to make myself feel a little bit safer. And, you know, five, five months now down the road from that time, I, it just kind of occurred to me the other day that I literally do not feel that fear at all anymore. (laughs) Like 
it never comes up anymore. Like I never have intrusive thoughts anymore. And I just like say that because I think it's so telling that my, that those intrusive thoughts, my, I'm just going to call it anxiety. My anxiety was giving me a message that something was off. And the thing that was off was my nervous system because I was in this marriage that didn't feel safe. There wasn't emotional intimacy. There wasn't support. There wasn't connection. And no matter like what I did and what I tried and what we did together to make that shift and change, I was not able to come to a place where I felt like I could be fully safe. That was like the core of our issues. And me, and it was almost like this, it was like this uh, expression. It's like my anxiety was like this expression of this like lifestyle that I was living in of a lack of safety, if that makes sense. And what's happened since I left that marriage is that my nervous system has healed exponentially. And I know that because I'm having these results of like, I don't even think about these horrifically terrifying things that I used to think about daily. And I used to like live my whole lifestyle trying to protect myself from these horrific thoughts that I would have. Like for example, I'll just give you an example. I used to be so terrified of transferring my kids from when I go to the grocery store from transferring my kids from the shopping cart into the car because I was so paranoid that someone was watching me and that someone was going to try to do something to my me or my kids. And so I would like it was the one of the most stressful moments of my day was like getting my kids from the shopping cart to to the car seat and then putting the shopping cart back and getting in the car like safely and or being in the grocery store with my kid I mean it was like such it was like such a thing that's just a small example I mean that kind of stuff would happen all day every day where I was paranoid about somebody or something or something happening And, you know, I think to, I think having like a healthy fear can be of of those things can be, you know, primally necessary to some degree, but this was like, this was like, it controlled my life. Like my anxiety paranoia controlled my life. And I know it's because I was just, I was, I was in this hypervigilant state and this hypervigilance was being triggered by being in this toxic relationship that I was trying to make work that was not working. And I was trying everything I could to make it work and it still wasn't working, which is, which was just feeding my hypervigilance, if that makes sense, which of course I'm going to have anxiety if I'm living in this hypervigilant state of, you know, like doing, 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 going, going, going and feeling unsafe and feeling hurt and all this tension. Like it was just this like, way of being that I couldn't not, I couldn't get out of because it was, it was like, it was, it was a lifestyle. It was my lifestyle. And so when I made this like drastic decision to radically change my lifestyle, not knowing how the fuck I was going to do it, what was going to need to happen to make it work, like, I just had to make the, a declaration. I mean, I love that word declaration because a declaration is a decision to 
do something or to make something happen or to be something. It's a decision having no basis of how that decision is going to happen. It's literally a, it's a declaration. Like they say the declaration of independence. It's like these people came here having no fucking clue how they were going to make a country happen, but they did. They were like, we're here to be independent. Like we want to be free and that's why we're here. So that's what, that's what that, that's what I did in having the decision to leave my marriage was I made a declaration of, I want my life to be better and I want to feel more fulfilled and I want to feel free and I want to be in intimacy with somebody. I want to experience connection with somebody. And for me to be able to do that, I, I, I knew it wasn't possible with this person, no matter how bad I wanted it. I just knew it wasn't possible with this person. So I made that declaration and have been like figuring it out and you know it's taken me a little bit but I'm figure I'm I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. I've had so many positive results in my life. I mean this one is so, so huge like my anxiety/intrusive thoughts have you know pretty I would say completely diminished. I don't feel them I don't like almost ever anymore. I don't want to say never because I don't like to talk in extremes, but I can't, I haven't thought, I can't remember the last time I had an intrusive thought. Um, yeah. And like financially has, it's been so liberating. I've, I've been fighting off paying debt for all of my marriage and I've had a credit and all of my, our debt is in my name because I'm the one that had good credit and I've had this one credit card that has like the highest interest rate. It's been maxed out at like eight, between eight and $9,000 for years. And I've paid, I've paid it half off in five months. I've paid it halfway off. And it's because I just have, I, I feel like it, that's just an example of this extension of me making this declaration to myself. It's like, no, I'm, I'm declaring that I want to experience these things. And I really do feel like the universe responds to it. You know, if I have like true intentions, like I've definitely thought in the past that I made declarations like this and was like, oh, I'm gonna create abundance in my life by investing in this business coach. (laughs) And I'm going to drop $10,000 to, you know, create financial freedom in my life. And like looking back on that, it was not successful, number one. And number two, I, my, my intentions weren't true. Like, yes, I wanted financial freedom and abundance, but it's almost like I was coming from this place of self-seeking, you know, or not, I mean, not even that, but like I was, cause I, I wanted it for my family. I wanted it for the world. Like I do believe I wanted it for, you know, to meet my needs. But I just, I feel like maybe with that situation, I was coming from this like codependent needy place where I was like, this person is going to save me or this person is going to help me get to where I'm going to go instead of looking to my resources, you know, and like what my, and I feel like that's what a coach does. A A good coach at least is always reflecting back to you. What are your resources? How can you do this? You know, rather than like, I'm going to teach you all the things you need to know, or I'm going to be the one who's going to help save your life. 
So I think that, yeah, and I mean, even piggyback, like connecting what I just said into the declaration I made recently about my marriage is that it did give me the opportunity to step into my own autonomy and my own freedom and make it happen on my own accord, like using my resources, which is the most empowering thing in my, in my opinion, is when we can like step up to the plate in our own way, in our own unique way that works for us. So anyways, bringing this back to the topic of mental health, you know, I feel like this is not a cure for mental health. Like this is definitely not suggesting that this is a cure-all or even any solution for mental health issues because everybody's mental health issues are so different from everybody else and everybody has different needs when it comes to mental health recovery. I'm just sharing my own experience and what has helped me. And what I will say is that I, at the at the end of the day, what has helped me recover from my own struggles, mental health and, and otherwise, has been listening to my intuition and letting my intuition guide me into the recovery or the declaration or the lifestyle that is going to work best for me ongoing. And the only way that I can do that is by listening to myself. And, you know, that it, it, to be able to do that, it takes a lot of pause and reflection, stillness, quiet, so that we can hear, so that we can pause and we can hear. So I just wanted to share that with you today. I'm just like humbled and grateful that I get, I have the resources to be able to do what I've been able to do in my recent past and to create the life that I've created so far. And also to lean into the support that I've been able to lean into. And it it is challenging and it's just incredibly heart opening And I really, I just, I want nothing more in this world for people to be able to tune into themselves, to hear their own resources so that they can be an empowered place and so that we can support each other. Like really at the end of the day, I feel like that's what it is all about. You know, it's like taking care of ourselves so that we can help each other and we can be in community and connection and support and guidance. I mean, there's so much here that is so lovely to experience on earth, but it does start with us. It does start with ourselves, you know? Anyways, I'm bringing this back to a coaching perspective. I I do feel like what has guided me into this in a lot of ways is my background in, in coaching and having a lot of coaching support and I do honestly believe that that's what a coach is there for is to guide people to back to themselves and to see their own power and and what resources they have, what they're what they're capable of and what tools that they can use to be able to create the lives that they want to create. I mean, we're all change makers and coaches are the, are simply just a guide and a mirror to make people do that for themselves. Yes. So 
that's about all I have to share today. Thank you for being here again. Thank you for listening. If you ever want to inquire about working with me through a coaching lens or through an astrology lens, I'm 100% available for that for you. And you're welcome to inquire and learn more about that through my website at amberbrownshort.com. And again, thank you so much for being here. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.